polarizing or creating problem aware content is going to be great to really instill to influence rather than inspire because a quote that you didn't write is not going to move people forwards as much as you freaking standing in your power saying what you want to say and saying why you're saying it and why your client should work with you. Welcome to the Rebecca Hayden Show. The show where you get to step into the highest version of yourself whilst creating the business and life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, helping you to step into your power, release those subconscious blockers and convert through social media with ease. Are you ready? Let's get going. Welcome to the Rebecca Hayden Show. Welcome, welcome to anyone new listening today and welcome to all you raving, raving fans. I appreciate you so, so much. I love that you're tuning in and listening and today won't disappoint. I know that for sure. So today we're talking all about content that influences your ideal client and not just inspires them. Now, there's many, many entrepreneurs out there who feel that they're showing up on social media, giving all this epic value, this amazing content, but it's literally like tumbleweed and people are taking on the free things. Maybe you're getting people dropping into your DMs saying like, hey, I tried that thing you spoke about on your stories last week and it's really good. Thank you so much. Bye. But there is no conversion. And that's what we want, right? We want our content to convert. And that is what I'm here to talk about. You know, how can we create content that influences your ideal clients, influences them to take action, but also to take action in investing in you? Number one, you know what I'm going to (laughs) say. Tap into their inner dialogue. Now, I see a lot of people, and this is why I am so unbelievably obsessed with the Ideal Client Clarity Bible, I see a lot of people talking at the level of consciousness that they want their clients to be at, which, okay, is fine, but your ideal client is not there. They're not there right now. And it might feel so far away from them, so, so far away that it's completely unreachable. Bam, they've switched off. You want to talk to where they're at right now, Of course, we want to talk to where they want to be, but we do this in a strategical way through transformation and client success. But when we're writing content that you want to connect, really look at their level of consciousness right now. Because actually, if we create content at their level of consciousness right now, we can actually guide them to a higher level of thinking. So I want you to ask yourself, what does my client need to hear today? What do they need to read today in order to move forwards? And I want you to really switch on and turn up and tune into the compassion and to the empathy of the thoughts that they're having. You know, when they're lying in bed, falling to sleep, what is the thing that they're stressing about? When they wake up in the morning, what is the first thing that they're thinking about? 
You know, what do they think about when they're really stressed, when they're really angry, when they're really frustrated? Equally, what do they think about when they're really relaxed or happy or excited? Really tap into their level of thinking, their level of consciousness right now. And that is why you need to know your ideal clients inside out. You know me, I always say it, but you do. It really is so important. The more you can do that, the more your content will resonate. My biggest content pieces that resonate the most, most of mine resonate every time. The biggest ones that resonate is when I tell the story of where I was, is when I tell the story of I was in your shoes, is when I tell the stories of literally 12 months ago, this is how I felt. I know you're feeling this way right now. But equally, guiding them, guiding them to see that there is a different way, guiding them to see that higher level of thinking. So sit down, really go through that. I would suggest target market research. That is the best way to find out what they're thinking, feeling, acting, and the results that they're having. If you do need help with this, drop over to Instagram at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore And I will let you know how I can help you in that. There's lots of things going on in April that probably will suit you. Um, Equally, there's my intenses and my one-to-one as well. So really be on that hunt. Be that hunter. Hunt for the problems that your ideal clients are going through so you can be the person to solve them. So that is number one, tapping into their inner dialogue. Really make sure that you are doing that. Number two, when it comes to influencing rather than inspiring, is make sure that you are being a little bit problem aware. Now, I'm going to use the word problem aware rather than polarizing. I know that we do need polarizing content within our content strategy. However, there is a lot of talk about people just continuously calling other people out as a content strategy. And I don't agree with it. Yes, I talk to the problem a lot. And yes, I share the solution and the transformation. But there are polarizing coaches out there. And you know, so be it. It probably works. But I, it's not how I like to... Um, It's not how I like to do it. However, what we do want to be is we want to almost behave like a magnet. You know, like the, the, the kind of phrase, the saying, client magnet, client attraction magnet. We hear it so often, but you really do need to behave like a magnet because we, we need to attract, but we also need to repulse. And it's okay for us to repulse the people away that are not our ideal clients. So remember when you're in science and you had two magnets, and you were like, thought you were really cool. (laughs) I'm saying thought you were, this is what I used to do. (laughs) Thought I was really cool and you would try and push the magnets together that definitely couldn't go together and they kept like, you know, it would push your hands back. I'm sure we've all done that. Um, You remember those magnets that used to throw up in the air and they used to make a really weird noise? Was that just me? Let me know if you know what they're called because I actually quite liked them. However, side note, when you, we we want to repel as much as we want to attract. So whether that's you taking the stand, whether that's having a little bit of spicy, spicy in your content, you know, I did a spicy podcast not long ago and freaking hell, it got some good feedback. Goes to show that my audience do like being called out. They do like having a bit of polarization because it helps them move forwards add your flair, add your style, add your authentic voice rather than being plain old Jane. 
sorry if your name's Jane, I know you're not plain. Um, (laughs) But, you know, rather than being trying to fit in rather than trying to fit into a box, like add your flair, add your style, add your personality. What character do you want to to show up as online? And I say character in the loosest of terms. You know, that's not, you know, we're not bloody faking it till you make it. We're stepping into that who we want to be online because what this allows people to see is where you stand. And a lot of that connection will be based from that too. So really kind of polarizing or creating problem aware content is going to be great to really to influence rather than inspire because a quote that you didn't write is not going to move people forwards as much as you freaking standing in your power saying what you want to say and saying why you're saying it and why your client should work with you yeah we can really use that to move forwards Number three is make sure your hooks are really freaking simple. Now, when I first started my marketing journey, my first business coach continuously told me that I was too fluffy. Everything that I was writing was so unbelievably fluffy and too many words, too many sentences, too much going on, too much for people to consume. And we have to remember that very rarely people probably read your feed posts, which is why full permission here. Most of my feed posts go into my stories. There will become a podcast, a YouTube. I repurpose the frick out of my out of my content because one, my content's really good. And two, not many people are reading it on the feed. They're going to skim it. They'll skim it very quickly. So we need to create hooks for the primal reptile brain. So if someone isn't understanding what you're saying, they're not going to receive the message. Make it as easy as possible. And I really want you to go into this thinking, the easier I say it, the simpler I say it, the more I win. (laughs) You know, make it simple, communicating in a direct, simple way because clarity is way more powerful than cleverness. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there, there's a lot of you out there who feel like that you need to reinvent the wheel all the time and create 20,000 new pieces of content because lo and behold, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't, recreate the last piece of content you did two months ago, make it easy, make it simple. People are skimming. People want quick things. You know us. We want to transfer the money in less than 10 seconds. We want our orders to come that we ordered yesterday to come on the same day. We want things quick. So that means that people on social media need things quickly too. So if it's not an emotional piece of content where you're taking people on a story, maybe it's an educational piece, get in there with that really goddamn juicy, clear, clever hook. Because the more you can do this, the more you will bring people in. Education, kind of working in three way, three ways to do this, Um And I know I say to not write those type of hooks because you want to use your ideal client's language. So make sure you put language in there that resonates rather than just the bog standard. However, the clearer we can make it, the better. Repeat with me. The clearer I make it, the better. (laughs) And then the last thing that I want to talk about today is really creating a formula that works. 
I obviously help you with creating that formula because I know it works. It's worked for many of my clients. It works for many of my clients still today. It works for me today. But you need to make sure that you have a content strategy in place because if you don't, if you don't have a sales focus, if you don't have a theme, if you don't know what your content is working towards and you're putting call to actions in and there's no strategy behind it, equally, if there's no strategy to what you're building upon in whether it's Q2, Q3, Q4, you are going to be lost in your content and it will carry on inspiring because it's got nowhere to go. So make sure that you are very clear on that. You are clear in creating a formula that converts. Like I said, if you need help with that, go into the show notes. You can book a call straight away. Come over to my Instagram. There's lots of ways that you can work with me at the moment. So that is what I want you to think about going into your content creation, really making sure that you are creating content that that truly speaks to your ideal client tapping into their dialogue, you are making sure that you have that polarization. You know, sometimes we do want to call people out. We want to attract and repulse. We want to make sure that they're moving forwards. We're creating headlines that are very easy, very clear. Remember the the motto, the clearer the better, but really making sure that this is front of mind when you are creating your content. And more than anything, more than anything, I want you to make sure that you do have a strategy. So go back through anything that you need to listen to again. Make sure you are making notes. Notes are good. Um, Make sure you're making notes and then really try and put this into your content moving forwards. So stick around, make sure you're listening to the journal prompts that will help you. And I will see you in the next episode. Number one, how do I want my ideal client to feel when they are reading, listening, or consuming my content? Number two, How do I want to feel when I am creating, showing up, and stepping into this magical content? Number three, how can I create safety around knowing that I can repulse as well as attract? Number four, what do I need to let go of in order to bring my flair, style, and authentic voice on social media? Your love and support means the absolute world to me. So if you have enjoyed this podcast episode today, please share on your Instagram, review and rate the podcast. Those little acts of kindness go such a long way for the podcast and it actually allows me to reach more amazing female entrepreneurs so they can tune in too. And remember... 
every single month for those who have shared on their Instagram, rated and reviewed. Your names will get popped into a hat and I will choose one of you for a free 30-minute one-to-one with me. All you need to do is make sure you've either sent it to my email, rebecca at rebeccahayden.com or shared it on Instagram where you can tag me at at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. I'll see you there and I'll see you on the next episode. Love ya!